Hello divine souls, Jamila Bernie here with Becoming the Big Me. I'm so excited for this special segment of the Becoming the Big Me podcast. This section of the podcast is dedicated towards sharing the stories of conquest for some incredible individuals. They are also featured in my latest book, Becoming the Big Me, The Great Conquest. In this section of the podcast, we will dive deep into each of their stories and their journeys and their hardships from addiction, PTSD, loss of loved ones and children. This segment of the podcast is dedicated towards sharing their stories and and sharing their journeys, not only of the hardships, but sharing how they overcame. To learn more about the authors behind the stories that you are going to hear, go to thegreatconquest.com. And if you would like to purchase a copy of The Great Conquest book, you can go to bit.ly slash greatconquest. And without further ado, let's dive into the amazing journeys. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Becoming the Big Me podcast. I'm your host, Jamila Bernie, and I am so excited, you guys. I have an amazing human being with me here today, Peter Nielsen. Peter is an accomplished automotive professional with over 15 years of experience in the automotive industry. His business now, Certified Auto Consulting, caters to small repair shops, new emerging products, and hybrid vehicles. Due to his extensive knowledge of hybrid vehicles, Peter has become known as the hybrid guy. Peter has the ability to take an unhealthy automotive repair shop and transform them into a healthy and thriving business. Because of his skills, Peter can produce productive and long-lasting results for business owners. Peter has always been focused on helping others and his own continual learning, but he hasn't always had the sense of confidence and the sense of purpose that he does today. On Peter's journey of becoming, he has faced many obstacles and failures along the path, yet he has continued to persevere and keep going, which has allowed him um, and helped him to form who he is today and affected how he's able to serve the world today. Hey, Peter, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, let's just dive in, Peter. Can you can you just give the audience a, a little bit of your backstory and kind of who who is Peter? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I started out life as just a just a humble young man, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> you know, I think my story isn't isn't super unique, but I think a lot of people resonate with it, and you know. I was always growing up, I was always taught, hey, um, you got to go to school, you got to get a degree, you got to get a job, you got to have a family, you, you have to do all these things. And, you know, and I, and I did that. And I went to school. And luckily for me, it was it was uh, money well invested. Um, sometimes it's not sometimes, you know, people go to school and they they spend years and 
thousands and tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, not knowing what it is that they want to do. Mainly, you know, as I have found out, they're, they're seeking to find their purpose. And um, I was lucky enough to find something that, that led me to greater things and helped me find my purpose. Um, I got into automotive repair. I became a factory trained Toyota technician and worked for dealerships and independent shops. Um, and then I eventually went and got a corporate job at uh, Toyota Motor Sales North America. It was my dream job and I loved it. And I wanted nothing more than to work in this corporate setting. And then when I finally got this job and I got into this setting and I realized that it was against my, the very fiber of my being, <laughs> it was really hard. I ended up leaving that job and feeling depressed, feeling like I had just lost everything. Um, my wife and I had just had our first, our first child and we left California and we moved uh, up to Washington state. And from there I transitioned into automotive teaching because automotive was kind of the only thing that I knew. And it was something that I was very passionate about. And I'll explain passion and purpose in just a little, in just a moment and how they differ and why it's so important. Um, but I was really passionate about it. So I got into teaching and I found that I loved talking to people who didn't know about automotive, how I could help them learn and find that spark of joy in their own life. And I eventually was able to land a position at a local community college where um, I was put on track to become a professor there. And I spent uh, five glorious years there loving pretty much everything about it. Um, but there was still something that was kind of off for me, um, when a, a, a couple years into it, my wife and I had our second child and shortly thereafter, he was, he was diagnosed, um, with a, uh, with cancer and we spent a lot of time battling that. Sorry, it's a little hard for me. Okay. And it was uh, it was something that we ended up losing the fight on. But every cloud does have a silver lining. And uh, my story is that through this, through this hard trial. I found, um, I found, I began to ask myself questions. And those questions were, what is my purpose? What is the purpose of me living? And not so much a passion, but a purpose. And I began trying to figure out how I could spend more time with my family. And I dove into the world of entrepreneurship. I knew nothing about what I was getting into. I didn't know what cell phones were or Facebook ads or Shopify stores or any of this. And I began searching desperately because nothing, I wanted nothing more than to just be able to be with my, be with my family. Um, that has transitioned me into a different person completely today where uh, I got into telling stories and one of the ways that I got into telling stories was I was picked up by an online uh, news article place called Torque News and at the time I was studying how to repair hybrids because 
I was asked to do so by this company. Um, and, and I was also doing that at the, at the college. I was, I was to build hybrid repair uh, curriculum. And so I, I really was geeking out on this. And I began to learn that as I would tell people a story about their vehicle and what was broken, that people began to react in a very positive way towards me. And it, it made me feel good for the first time in a long time. And through those stories and through my experience as an automotive professional, I have learned that now I can help in many ways. I can help online. I can help uh, people or shops, better yet, fix their businesses. Um, because I've, I've seen and I've learned so much through these past years, through these trials, through establishing an online presence, that it's helped me understand a lot of things that most businesses don't understand about their business, where their customers are, where their ideal clients are, um, and things of that nature. So that's a that's kind of a brief overview of my backstory. And I, you know, I don't <laughs> want to take up all the time here, but um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I'm I'm transitioning into being. Um, I have a few more things up my sleeve that I haven't revealed yet. But um, they're really cool, and I, I hope that uh, I hope that they can come to fruition. Mm, exciting! I I have to ask Peter because you have accomplished so much um, in your own business. How did how do you keep yourself going when you? are faced with obstacles when failures happen. I know that when we were speaking before, you said you've had so many failures. And for a lot of people, that can can scare them away or that can scare them back into going what, to what is comfortable or what is familiar. How have you gotten yourself to keep going even when the obstacles just seem too massive? Yeah, you know, that's, that's a loaded question. I'll tell you what, um, but I'll try to give you some brief examples on that. Um, when I, when I first started figuring out this world of entrepreneurship, it was, oh my gosh, the, the, the amount of information out there was just insane. And one of the very first failures I remember having was um, <clears throat> I hired a coach and because I was, you know, one of the things I saw that was like, um, that people that were having online success were like, Oh, you, you need a, you need a coach. And so I'm like, cool. And so I found this coach and he was really expensive. My wife and I had this huge argument over um, me doing some coaching with this guy. And I'll tell you what, it was a huge failure. And I spent $25,000 and this coach was incredibly aggressive. We weren't probably the best fit and I didn't, I just wanted something so bad that I was willing to pay any amount of money for it. And at the end of our coaching session, I'm actually a good friend with him now, but at the end of our coaching session, he had put all this money out and got no money back in return for all these things that I, that I needed to do. And that was a huge, huge failure for me. And, you know, I, <laughs> I kind of hid in the cone of shame there for a while because I'm like, wow, if that's what it takes to be successful in the world and online, this probably isn't for me. And I didn't know what to do at that point because that had taken a lot of capital away from, from me. And 
now it's like, well, what do I do? How do I overcome this? And so I began looking for other ways uh, using my own skill set, I, I began looking for other ways to replenish that because like, well, I've got to make this money back somehow. How do I do it? And that gave me an incentive to take another look. It's like, hey, man, you just put this out. You've got to, you've got to give it, you've got to make that back. How are you going to do it? And so I look at it. Yeah, it was initially it was a huge failure, but I look at it now and I realize what a blessing that was because it was something that taught me, you know, if somebody came up and just took everything from me, what would I do? And it's like, well, I'm a very proactive person. And so I knew I had to make that money back and I got out and that's about the same time that I got picked up by the online, um, uh, the online blog, Torque News. And I also started doing uh, some other things online as far as doing affiliate links through my news articles and online. And I started to generate some money back, um, but it was hard. It was really hard initially. And I would say my advice to those people who um, are struggling with that is like, there's more than one way to skin a cat. You know, there's, there's always something you can do. There's, there's never, you know, tossing in a towel and calling it a day, you know, you can do that, but you won't ever learn from your mistakes if you don't try, if you don't keep trying, you know, and um, my wife would always tell me when I'd get really down is, you know what, tomorrow's another day. And I was like, yeah, but right now I feel awful. And she would say, yeah, right now you do feel awful. But the thing is, you can choose to feel awful or you can look at it and say, well, this is what I learned from it and pick up and move on because at the end, a failure is a failure and usually there's nothing you can do about it when something fails you just have to look at the situation for what it is and say okay i accept it and now i've got to go do something about it yeah i i believe that failures or our our greatest learning points like when when we are faced with an obstacle that we don't quite conquer at that moment that gives us an opportunity to take a step back and assess the situation and figure out what was I missing? What do I need to change in the future? And that's how you can transform your your failures into these almost uh, stepping stones, right? Yeah, yeah. So can you can you share with me a little bit of some of the lessons that that you learned um, through your journey of of finding your purpose? Yeah, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Um, I ended up finding another set of coaches that were significantly less a little bit later on. And I have got to hand it to these people. <laughs> um, Trina, her name's Trina. And she was she was pretty aggressive with me, selling me on, on her program. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, you know, and I was really nervous to pay another coach, like super hesitant. I'm like, man, you know, I, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, it was, it was $3,000 this time. Right. And, um, I was super hesitant to do it, but she's like, listen, and I just, I heard her out. I heard her out on her pitch and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. 
so I did it and um, her and her husband, Trina and John, they helped me understand something that I think a lot of people miss the mark on in life. And what that is, is you hear it out there all the time. Oh, you got to find your passion. You got to live your passion, 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 passion. And if you actually look up the definition of passion, it tells you that passion is kind of like a fleeting emotion. It's something that's like there for a moment, then it's gone. And when you look up the definition of purpose, it's lasting, it's sustaining. And in one of their, in one of their online modules, Joan and Trina have this purpose module. And I learned so much from this purpose module because it helped me understand that having a passion is a good thing if you allow it to help you find your purpose. And purpose, being purposeful is the thing that actually gets you up in the morning. It's the thing that helps you stick to your schedule. It's the thing that helps you <laughs> create online YouTube content when you don't want to, like <laughs> something I'm facing right now. You know, I have a stack of content that I've got to create and put out. And it's like, this is me. I know this is me because I get, I get the positive feeling back from other people. Um, when, when I, when I make comments online and people are like, Hey, do you have a video about this? I'm like, yep, it's, it's in my queue. I'm doing it. Um, finding your purpose is to me, one of the most significant things that anybody who is struggling needs to really think about. Um, once I really understood what my purpose is now, that changed the game for me completely because I can think through day to day what it is I'm going to do, what I'm going to record, uh, what I'm going to write about, and I'm going to continue producing that content. And that content, it does take time to pay. Um, you know, I'm just at the point uh, at my YouTube channel where it's, I'm, I'm almost at my required number of subscribers to monetize my channel. And I'm really excited about that because I've only really been producing content on it for about a month and to get that many, get that many followers, like in a month, I'm excited to see where it goes. So you have to be persistent and consistent when you're doing, when you're living your purpose. And if you do that, the results will come. And I truly believe that. One thing that I love that you highlight on here is, is that it does take time. And, and I think that that is why having a purpose or understanding what your purpose is, is so important, especially in the entrepreneurship journey. I mean, way in on this, Peter, as well. But, but being an entrepreneur is so hard because there's no consistency and you have to be the sole driver. You have to be the sole person telling yourself when to show up, when you're showing up and what you're doing and what's, you know, going on and having a clear purpose is how for me and for the people around me that I have seen succeed, having that clear purpose is that driving factor to continue? It's the boss that's telling them what to do. It's the one that's telling them to keep going every single day. I mean, what do you think about that, Peter? Oh, oh, absolutely. You know, I've watched, I've watched uh, quote unquote entrepreneurs go out into the world. I have uh, a close relative of mine that I watched um, start a business and do nothing about it. And it's like, you know, I saw this and I was like, why aren't you out doing this or doing this? Or, you know, I would question a lot of things 
And it was good to see that example because now I look at it and I go, if I'm not actively working my business, who is working it for me? Well, the answer is nobody. Right now, I have no employees. It's just me. I do everything solo mio right now, which is fine. But it's like, if I'm not making it happen, nobody else is going to make it happen for me. And, you know, <laughs> the road to entrepreneurship is freaking hard. You're right. Because a lot of us come from a nine to five mindset. Oh, I'm going to get up in the morning and be an entrepreneur today. Nope, that, that's not <laughs> how that happens. Okay. You get up in the morning and it's like, I've got to pay rent today, or I've got a car payment today, or a cell phone bill, or a credit card bill, or whatever it is, right? It's like, okay, how can I generate income today should be, you know, on the forefront of your mind, generating income. And if that comes in the form of generating content or, you know, selling something online or whatever that is, you need to be actively engaged in your business because you're the one that's doing it. Nobody's going to hold your hand. No one's going to give you a trophy for waking up in the morning and showing up and be like, oh, hey, look, I, I made it to my own job today that I created. <laughs> no, sorry. You're right. And cash your own paychecks. And so the harder and more persistent and, and everything you can be in your business, the more results are going to come from that. So I'm curious because sometimes, I mean, I know for myself, um, I can still get lose sight of my purpose. Are there things that you do on a consistent basis to help yourself maintain a clear sense of purpose? Yeah. And that's, that's a really good question. I cannot remember for the life of me where I saw this, but I will share it with everybody because it's super important. And I have a whiteboard in my office and I have put something on my whiteboard that I will never erase. And it helps me to think about every day why I get up and do everything that I do. And this is the quote, today I decide to be wealthy. And when I initially thought of that, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to have lots of money and I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like to me, initially it was all about, it was all about the money. And now that I have it up there and I've had a, some time to kind of reflect on that to me wealth yeah that money is part of it but the thing is true wealth comes from having good relationships with your friends and family it comes from having enough time for yourself and loving yourself wealthy is being spiritually healthy with however you decide to practice your spirituality uh, wealthy of course is monetary wealth that comes through having enough money to do things that you enjoy doing and wealthy, of course, is also having enough of yourself, your time, your talents, and your energy to help other people that need help, that are saying, you know what, I'm stuck in a situation, I don't know how to get out of it, help me, because I've been there before. And that's how I regain my focus every time I lose sight of it. I look at the whiteboard, I look at the one section that is not that never gets erased. And I say, today I decide to be wealthy. And I decide to be wealthy monetarily, spiritually, um, you know, in any way that I can, because wealth is all encompassing. So I would suggest to anyone listening, put something on your whiteboard or on a piece of paper or somewhere where you're going to see it often. And I've heard this by multiple successful people in business. Put it somewhere where you can see it and read it often. 
that happens to be my quote that does it for me today I decided to be wealthy and I didn't, I didn't even put I didn't even put the who wrote it I did I just put it up there and I was like yep yep today I decided to be wealthy and that that does it for me every time I love that. That's a very powerful technique, Peter. It's actually called anchoring. Um, And you can, you can do that. You can do that just as simple as as Peter just stated right there. Like this, this is, this is a technique that is used um, by counselors and therapists um, all over, but you can actually use this technique yourself to anchor in an emotion or a feeling that you want that uh, that's desired that you would want to feel and i love i love how peter does that it's so simple yet so profound the changes that it can make in your life um was this something was this a technique that you have you learned um throughout your journey from other people or how when did you start doing this peter um I think I've had that quote up on my whiteboard for the better part of two years now. Um, And once I did that, I read a book a while back by Jack Canfield um, that really helped me as well. And in there, they talk about the secret and, you know, putting things out into the universe. And I was like, you know, it's not going to hurt me to, to try and do anything. And so then I came across this quote and I'm like, that's the one that I'm going to put up there because, you know, and this was at kind of the heights of everything with my son too. I'm like, that wealth would be so good right now to where I just, I wouldn't have to work. I could just be with, you know, him and my wife and, and, and our, our other son. Cause we had, we had two kids at the time. And so the more I focused on it, the more I realized that positive energy going out to the universe and that I can tell you, you know, you, you hear it in books and you hear it from other people. Yeah, I put it out to the universe. And then before you know it, I was super wealthy. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm not super wealthy, but I, but I do well for myself. And the thing is, is when you begin to let, let the universe help you, you're putting that positive energy out, in, out there, right? Like, hey, I want this thing and you reflect on it the thing you have this change inside yourself and that change is what makes the difference because then your, your decisions that you start making are a little bit more based on, is this helping me accomplish my purpose or is this something that's just taking up my time? Like sometimes I found myself endlessly scrolling on Facebook and I'm like, wait a second, is this helping me live my purpose? Is this helping me decide to be wealthy today? Or is this, like actually distracting me from what it is I need to be doing you know I have a habit that I'm really trying to break of running errands I love to run errands because it's like oh I'm doing something (laughs) am I (laughs) could I maybe have planned this out a little better you know to where I do errands one day a week and I get everything that I need and in an emergency I can go get something you know and I think as humans in general, we like to be busy because it helps us feel productive, but just being busy isn't always productive. And so having a clear and concrete, something to focus on and something that you tell yourself all the time um, is going to help you maintain that course, especially when things don't go well. And I I had a spell the other day where I was repairing a car and 
I didn't check something and that part failed and it was just it was a huge setback for me because that was a lot of my most valuable asset my time Hmm. right spent fixing this vehicle and I'm like yeah I'm gonna record this video and then I couldn't shoot the rest of the content because the part failed and it was just this huge catastrophic thing okay well it is what it is and let's let's just move on from it I'll fix it later I'll do something else I'll you know whatever um but yeah getting, gaining that focus is, is very important if you could give your your former self uh, when you were first going out into business by yourself if you could give yourself just one piece of advice uh from your perspective today with all of the knowledge that you have gathered during this time and the lessons what would that one piece of advice to your previous self be yeah, that's, that's, I struggled answering this question initially. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> I will tell you why, because initially you feel, I felt that there was so much to learn. It's like, how do I learn all these things? How do I learn Facebook ads, Facebook ads and Google analytics? And how do I build a website? And what's the sales funnel? And who is Russell Brunson? Like, there's so <laughs> many things that you get bombarded with that it's like how how do you even begin to sort this out and my my advice to my to myself would be take one thing that you don't know and learn to master it before thinking of another idea because idea a doesn't seem to be working out the way you want it um take idea a and see it through if if you spent a copious amount of time working with idea A and it really just isn't going to pan out, you know, okay, let's find something else. Take all that skill and ability that you have from idea A, roll it into idea B and keep going. But don't, my, my advice to my former self would be definitely don't give up so quickly. Take the time, learn what it is you're supposed to learn and continue to pursue that. And, um, that would be for sure the biggest piece of advice I'd give myself. Mm, that's a good one. It, it can be so easy to be caught up in the shiny object syndrome when oh, yeah. we're, especially when you're first learning and, and you don't know where you're supposed to put your focus. <laughs> yes. So I already know that finding your your purpose has massively influenced where you are today it's the driving factor behind um everything that you're doing can you can you give us just a little bit more insight into your world now and what it is that you are doing i know that you've mentioned youtube can you tell us more like what your what your mission is with your channel and and what you're doing there yeah, and it's you know it's funny that you ask this question too because I was I was actually asked by um, another entrepreneurial friend the other day like hey what are you doing are you still running your Shopify store because I met her when I had set up a Shopify store like years ago and that was one of the things that didn't work out and so I said you know um, here's what I'm doing that I have found very purposeful in my life I said um, I'm an automotive professional first. And then what I do through certified auto consulting, which is my business, is I consult with small shops 
or large shops if large shops wanted to consult with me. And I help them find the points in their business that aren't really working. Sometimes that's customer retention. Sometimes that is just finding customers. Sometimes that is uh, customer care. Other times it could be uh, a parts supplier or it could be um, an employee, a worker that's not working out so well. You know, maybe they need some additional training. And so that's what I do first and foremost. And right now I'm, my, my calendar is open for new clients, which is good. Um, but I know that as I start that business, I'm not always going to have a continual flow of clients. And so I had to think, okay, well, if that's what I really want to do, how can I help fund that? And I got into, I, I was into hybrids and I, I learned how lucrative uh, buying, fixing and selling cars could be through, um, through flipping cars, basically. It's kind of like flipping houses, but you do it with cars. Hmm. And um, so one thing that, that I got into because of my skill set was uh, I'm building a online course that actually teaches people how to buy and sell cars for profit. And so that hasn't launched yet. It's, uh, it's still under wraps. I'm working on that project with, with another entrepreneur friend of mine out of Ohio. And we're like really excited to get that launched because um, that will be another income and revenue stream for me, leveraging what I already know about the industry. And I, I do that daily. And what, what I mean by daily is, so now my daily business as I, as I search for other clients to consult in their business with, I, I have cars that are broken and need repair. And I thought to myself, okay, I'm not the only one that has this car that has this problem that needs this repair. So how can I reach more people and help them? I said, bam, I need a YouTube channel. So I, I have the hybrid guy YouTube channel, which is phenomenal. Um, and this is one of those things that I, I had to learn content creation. I had to learn how to do videos. And so some of my first videos are not that good. So don't judge me. Uh, but I've had to learn to become a videographer and I've had to learn how to edit these videos and make them entertaining and fun to watch. Um, so I make YouTube videos, I fix cars and then I sell the cars. And then um, another one other thing that I hope to have um, up and going within the next year or so is a nonprofit organization. And this nonprofit organization is going to be called Hybrids of Hope. And it just, it strikes a chord with me and I apologize if I get emotional, but um, when my family and I were in treatment with our sons, I would see all the time where some of these families that came in with kids that were just battling for their life and they were driving cars that were just, they were trash. And that's, there's no other way to say it than, you know, they were just, they were awful vehicles. And I just, my heart went out to them. And at that time, it's like, well, I can't really do anything, but I made a promise to myself in that time that I would do something when I could. And so the push for hybrids of hope is to, if somebody has a hybrid that they, you know, like, oh, we want to, we want to get rid of the car. They want to donate it you know, I'll take a, a car that's in, in, you know, maybe a little bit rough shape that we can, uh, that we can fix up and then give away to a family that is in need. Um, the, the site will also be able to take donations uh, from people as well. 
And the whole mission here is to find families, especially families, particularly families that are that have kids in treatment that need a car um, or that just need reliable transportation because sometimes these families fly in from all around the globe to different hospitals and they have to spend, you know, they have to spend time in, in a foreign foreign city and they don't have transportation. And so my goal with Hybrids of Hope is to either A, get a family into a car or B, provide a service to where a family that is in treatment can have a functional, reliable automobile that they can they can take somewhere and, and use uh, free of charge, hopefully. That's just that's what I do. That's that's beautiful. I wow, that's so amazing. You truly have taken the lowest, darkest moment and parts of your life and and you really allowed that to blossom into something quite beautiful because you are gonna be able to help so many families um, through your nonprofit. And what I love that you have done, Peter, uh, which is very smart, um, is that you have diversified your income sources, but all of them are centralized on your expertise. All of them are centralized on one thing. And what, what many people do is they put their hands into all these different pots with no centralized theme. And I mean, it's just amazing how you are um, systematically getting out your information and your knowledge and your love for the automotive industry, your love for cars, and also using it for so much good. Who knew that there was, there could be so much good um, um, from a car, right? Like it yeah. truly is so necessary. We don't think about how necessary our vehicles are, especially you know, if you think about families with medically fragile children who have to be able to go you know, to and from appointments or be able to go somewhere at a, at a whim, you know, in an emergency yeah. situation. Um, that's, that's so awesome, Peter. I'm so excited for what you have going on. Yeah, it's a, it's a big road ahead, but it's one of those things. And this is something that I would, I would say to other people. It's one of those things that if you really feel it in your core, and I felt this in my core, um, yeah. Ooh, it, it, just, it works me up when I think about it because it, that's how I know I'm contributing positively, not only to my own world, but to the world in general, because there's so much, there's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of hate out there. And, you know, there really is no room for that. And so for me to feel the desire to do this, I know that I'm moving in a, in a direction that, um, that is beneficial to myself and to the world. And so I would say, you know, if you feel, if you feel a desire, if you feel a real burning passion to do something, take that passion, turn it into purpose and go for it. Mm. So Peter, do you have any final thoughts for our audience? If they are, um, you're saying to, to go for it, what, what are your final thoughts for those people to help get them ready to go for it, to get, to push them over the edge? The only, the only uh, thing, well, I shouldn't say the only thing I would say. (laughs) I will say that when I was teaching, I would tell my students this all the time. 
you have questions. And I said, you will never ask a dumb question except one question you will ask that is dumb. And that's the one that is not asked. Mm. I would say to anybody, if there's something on your mind that is just like, what do I do here? At least start with Google. No one's Mm going to know what you're searching for. Okay. And if you can't find it on Google, get into some Facebook groups and start asking questions. There are, there's trolls out there, but you know, there are people that are willing to help you because they understand their own purpose. Mm-hmm. And when you connect with somebody that knows their purpose and they're willing to help you ask those questions and you will know when it's time to move on to somebody else, that relationship will not fall away, but it won't be of benefit to you anymore. And so ask questions, search, research, just keep getting in and giving yourself information because that's that's one of one of my best one of my best coaches one of my hardest lessons told me to read books and i think that you've had a similar experience with with uh some of the books that you've read and one book that really did it for me and by no means am i you know trying to tout this at all but uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad really did it for me, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, and that was something that that helped me gain a completely different perspective on what I was trying to accomplish. Um, so I mean, get out there and immerse yourself into into the into the world of asking questions and seeking for information, because the more you seek, the more you will find, and the more desire you will have to accomplish your goal. I love that. And just to add on there, don't be afraid to be the dumbest person in the room like that you want to be. I I now strive to be the dumbest person in the room because it means I'm hanging out with the right people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And very good point. Very good point. Awesome. Well, I know that people are going to want to uh, stay in touch with you, Peter, because gosh, you just have so much amazing things going on. How can people find what's your YouTube channel? It's just the hybrid guy. How else can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at uh, the hybrid guy. There's underscores between the and, and hybrid. Um, so you can find me there. You can also just you can email me if you want to. Um, I don't know if you want my email address or if you want to leave it in the comments. Yeah, but, uh, I will put all of Peter's content. I'll put your email, I'll put all of Peter's contact information just in the description down below for you guys. So as always, if you want to be lazy, but you want to stay following up with Peter, you can just click the description down below, click the link, and I will have um, Peter's contact information down there for you. Thank you so much, Peter, for taking time out of your day to have this conversation with me. Absolutely. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Becoming the Big Me podcast. I know that you found value in hearing this story today, and I would love if you could show your support by going and grabbing a copy of our book. And you can do so by going to bit.ly slash greatconquest. 
You can also go to www.thegreatconquest.com for more information about each of the individuals involved in this process. Thanks again for tuning in.